Yeah. Maybe from the spot. Hey, man, she's proud of what she does. That's right. Man, I gained 10 pounds eating the red and the green M&M, bro. Yeah. 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 Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to Let's Chop It Up. Please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and like and subscribe out. And tell a friend and tell a friend about four brothers down here on this YouTube channel. My brothers from another mother. It's been two weeks, and the holiday has passed. I want to know how you, my brother's doing. Talk to me, Derek. Man, I don't know. I'm having second thoughts, man, about this Thanksgiving thing, man. I can't do this again, bro. I'm serious, man. It, it was a little – I had a great time. Get me wrong. But, man, I'm paying for it right now, man. You know what I'm saying? I just feel sluggish, feel taut, man. You know, I'm definitely I think there's a I think there's a Thanksgiving doldrums that happens afterwards, man, or something, you know? It's like you party and whatnot, you carry on, you enjoy your friends and you enjoy your family and all of that. And then afterward, man, there's this, this like down high or something, man. I don't know. So uh, I'm out of breath. <laughs> you know. But um, I had I had I had fun, I had fun with family. Uh, had a wonderful time. Uh, missed you guys a lot. Missed the, missed the audience a lot. Missed our fans a lot. Uh, friends. Um, and, 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 and I'm happy to be back, man. And um, what, what else can I say, man? I just had really great company. Really had, got really good news uh, for my son. Uh, he's, he, he, he classed up. So now he is Petty Officer Second Class in the Navy. All right. right IT2. Right. He made E5 in two years. That was always the plan, nice. all right? So he's right on path, man. So I'm a very, very proud man. He gave me the news. Derek, uh, it's been two years? It's been two years. He went in September 30th of 2020, wow. man. So, wow. Um, yeah, it happens fast, right, man? So, he, went in, he went in when we started the show. That's right. right. That's, that's right. right. Wow. That's right. So, um, so, yeah, so I'm very, very happy, very excited for him. Um, like I said, he's walking the path. He he's he's handling his business, man, and the future is very bright. He, I couldn't be prouder, and he didn't give me anything to talk about, anything bad to say, man. So it's very rare, and I'm very blessed as a father, man. You know what I mean? Nice. Um, yeah. So he definitely took some things to heart, and he's walking it. Um, that said, my sons, my other boys are good, my family's good, um, and and we're happy, man. You know what I mean? And it was we had a lot to be thankful for, you know. So that's pretty much it, man. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I hope it was at least as great as mine. And um and, and and we're back here to chop this up, man. So what's going on with you, Rob? What's happening, man? Um, everything is good. Um, I had a great Thanksgiving too. Um, my son came home from school, and um, him and my uh, oldest daughter, actually all the kids participated, and they did all the cooking. I didn't, I didn't cook. I did the hard part. I I bought the shit, but. <laughs> That's the hard part. That's the hard part. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know if you guys went shopping lately for Thanksgiving. Yo, the prices of stuff is just outrageous, man. And you notice all the stuff that you need for Thanksgiving, that shit is mad expensive now, you know? And you know what? You really notice it when you look at a box of elbow macaroni because they know we love mac and cheese. So that shit is high. Eggs is high. Milk is high. 
Um, right. it, it's just crazy, man. It, I, I mean, personally, I don't think a lot of this shit is going to go back down. I really no, it's don't. Never going to, man. I don't it's think it's going to go back down. But um, pretty much Thanksgiving morning. I based from Thanksgiving morning all the way to dinner time. Besides sitting in there watching the Giants lose, I stayed in that room and I would not come out until food was ready. So I took advantage of the situation, and I just want to thank my kids for doing all the cooking. And this is the first year that me and my wife didn't have to do anything. Nice. Yeah. So that See, was your son is a professional chef too, right? Can't say chef yet. What's Can't up, say man? chef yet. Hey, Mo. Yeah. yeah, how you doing, Monique? Hey, Tanya. How, hey, how you doing? Yeah. But, um, yeah, he can't be called a chef yet, you know. Got you. So, Got you. but, um, cook, this, yeah, 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 he can, he could do his thing. Yeah. But, um, we had a great time. The food was good. We didn't have any family over. My daughter's best friend came over. She came over and spent the day with us, you know. But I, I just had a real laid back Thanksgiving. And, um, Everything was good. I mean, no other family came over. Nobody, no uncles or no cousins that came over and mooched or nothing like that. Everything was good. Oh, that's real good Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no but you know, you got some families that come over only during the time that you having a cookout or food or you do you doing something and they come over and then they yeah. eat. You know, and you don't see them again <laughs> until you have the next occasion. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I didn't have none of that. But um, how was your um holiday, um, Kelvin? How was everything with you? You know what? Um, it was pretty good. I uh, wasn't able to get any food this year, but I, I was able to put down on for next year. So it was like a lot of the stuff. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? So that macaroni and stuff, another 82 payments, um, Rod, I'll yeah. be able to get that for the next year. So that'd be cool. So you you're gonna be able to afford one elbow. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right. So they asked me if I want to lease it or I want to just buy it outright. So I'm just, you know, making the payments. But yo, um, it was it was good. My uh, my nephew came home, and this is what I didn't realize. Only I didn't realize the, I, in the military. Well, people that's first home, watching, oh, sorry, right. Good point. Good distinction. Yeah. He came Listen. home from the Air Force. That's true. Good point. He came home from the Air Force. Thank military, you. Yeah. And no, D, you know, D so, has a, so D has a say, point. D has uh, a point. Excellent we're from point. we have that we're from that race that you have to clarify that shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know the you know the terminology definitely, no doubt. Correct. So, there's times so, I said my son is home, and then I have to clarify, not from jail. They like home from where? Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. But go ahead, exactly. go. <laughs> but no, he um he he came to visit um from his base in New Mexico, and I had to realize something. You know, for some reason in my mind, I'm thinking he's he's coming home, and we gonna all hang out twenty four seven. I saw my man, I mean, like twice, you know, and people were like, yo, that's what it is. I mean, he, he had friends, yeah. he got people, he has to make moves. And I didn't really, you know, it was, it was, it was a real eye opening experience. Like, you know, he's grown, like he's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like those, those little boy days are over, you know what I mean? And so it was kind of, you know, a reality check sobering, you know? And I'm like, oh, we all hanging out tomorrow, right? Yeah, um, I got plans, but I'll get with y'all. <laughs> it's like that. I'm like, oh, so you would just disrespect me, right? But, you know, I realize that it's time now, you know, he's 25 years old now. So it's time for him to do his thing, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And then, you know, I'm sure, you know, you have friends and they have friends and you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But it was it was really good. Then after I ate dinner with my, my nieces and my nephew, 
and their dad and everything. Then I went out to Yvonne's house, who was one of our guests before. So, um, you know, you, you haven't lived till you experience Yvonne's house because Yvonne. Oh, well, we need the invite then. Guys. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I just, I just, she asked about it. She said, "When I'm coming back on, you know." So Yvonne. No, when know, we gonna Yvonne, go to the house? We don't need right, to come right. on the show. She opened up the door like, yeah, y'all think I won't curse my pastor out? I curse him out too. I mean, just going in, just going. I mean, for no reason, just going in. She just, she just joked like that. I mean, she's just what it is. But it was, it was fun. So we hung out over there and everything. And um, I know Rodney had a chance to catch the professional, the professional uh, football contest that was on television at that moment with the Cowboys of Dallas. You know, based off against the Giants in New York. So I know that was a tough game. But uh, back in the day, it was like two games, right? Now they got a whole slate. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be only just with yeah, Detroit. Detroit game. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Detroit yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Play this year? Yeah, they yeah, play. They play every year. They play every year. Every year. It's tradition you know. for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. De definitely, definitely. So no, it, it was good. Overall, it was good. Um, good Thanksgiving. I'm just glad to be back. Um, a lot to talk about. Obviously, a lot going on in the world. And my guy, D, wow, the point guard. What's up, point guard? D, what's up? What up, man? How you doing, brothers? Um, yeah, I had a good Thanksgiving, man. I went out to uh, my cousin and my double first cousin out in Jersey house. My mother, brother, I married my father, sister. Those uh, those cousins over there. I went over to their house. It was, it was strange. Trying to explain to my man, my cousin's wife's best friend, daughter, that like how we double first cousins. So they should like it was kind of bugged man, out. Got a pretzel family over there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, is this is this like a different way of saying incest or some shit like nah, that? Nah, man. <laughs> Two a brother sister who went and hung out with another, and met another brother sister. And they had know, kids. You explained this to me before, but I still just not getting it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Right, but go ahead, man. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, no, he's over there and everything. It was cool. Um, my cousin, I'm glad she don't make anything with pork. So we had it. Chopped turkey, barbecue instead of pork. It was kind of, it was a good time in that. And so it was, it was fun. I just had a good time watching football games. All three games I won on that day, betting on them. So it was a good look at that. So I can't even complain. Uh, yeah. So then, um, what else happened this week, man? I went to, I went to the doctor for my, you know, for those who know, I got uh, diagnosed with a low grade prostate cancer. So I admit with a new, a uh, new doctor at NYU, and I got violated, brother. He, he had to do, a, he had to do a rectum examination, brother. Were you awake? Yeah. Damn. Push my shit in, bro. Mm. I'm not a virgin anymore. Damn. Damn. I, I, I came out there waving a the flag and everything, rainbows and shit. Did anybody mm. kiss you after? Come on, son. Yo. He got a scroll on his own asshole. Ain't got some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about his own asshole. He got a scroll. Come on, man. Come on, man. Then, yeah, but it's just... Um, it's, it's, it's interesting because then it's like, you know, the guy couldn't find the lube at first. And I was like, oh, I can get out of this shit. He, he wouldn't need dry? No, he had found. He said, I got plenty of lube in there. I was like, damn. Mm. He said, bend over. Mm. And I, you know, he, so he said, I'll give you a different positioning. This will be easy. I said, bro, ain't no easy to this. Ain't no easy to this, bro. Nah, nah. nah. That's real life, brother. Nah. <laughs> you need a hug after that, bro. Somebody should hey, hug you. Hey, Bro, they didn't even give me no wipes to wipe my butt, bro. What they like? But you, you I, know, I felt okay. like a prostitute. Wait, that was NYU. They, <laughs> they know they was wrong. Cause I remember the old prostate exam. They have to do the same thing. Yeah, that's what and they did. What, what bothered me just Thank as much as the procedure is afterwards, do one sit and talk. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't leave. Now, now, you, now you gotta discuss everything. My man sitting there washing his hand like so. Yeah, what yeah, happened? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna, I'm we're like gonna man, skip, we, yeah, we're I gonna skip feel. January. Yeah, I'm gonna skip January, and I'm sitting there in the corner like this. 
My man took your manhood. Now we're going to have a consultation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, he's like, so who you got this weekend, bro? I don't want to break no bread. We ain't. Like, you don't fuck me while giving me a drink. <laughs> Damn, bro. Like, that was, I, I, man, so hopefully ne- next one's by video. So that's good. Mm. So he was good. At, but yeah, so that was that. And what else I had? Uh, but one thing, though, they got a good thing. When you get prostate cancer, they give you some dick hard pills. They give you a prescription for that shit. Oh, what? <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I realized? Rodney, I'm going to say this now. Rodney, <laughs> this is going to be a, a record scroll night. This is going to be. <laughs> no, this is. <laughs> What's the over under? I'm saying seven. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, it's too high. That's too, too high. high? I'm to okay. say under, yeah. uh, one, one, I got one and done. I shouldn't have got that one. <laughs> no, no, there's <laughs> more coming. <laughs> more coming. Yeah, there's nah. more coming. Nah, nah. They give you, they, they give you, you get, uh, they, and he explained the difference between Viagra and Cialis to me. Viagra only lasts in you for 24 hours. So Cialis give you three days of hard dick. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'm with the best shit out there. We, we, we on the board. <laughs> yeah, we got to be. Oh, we got to go for number two. We have to. Nah, we, this is the first. This is open. Let me check it has to be. This is not an opinion. Yeah. All right? No, but you know what, Derek? Derek, we talking about Thanksgiving at first. That's what, in other words, that's the problem. we got to this shit. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? People just getting settled into the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we were talking about the turkey being stuffed. That's now we're talking I'm about saying. he got stuffed. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he said, said his kids were like cooking. Your son was home. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> my family came home. Oh, <laughs> man. I, did mm. find out my, I found out my niece got a boyfriend now. Oh, that's what's uh, up. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't meet me yet, though. So. Denise, Denise, I know? Yeah, Brittany. Only got, yeah, it's my favorite. I, well, I wasn't going to say a name. You said it. Yeah, I mean, he's a nice guy. He didn't meet the motherfucker. He didn't meet you. Didn't you didn't meet him. Oh, so that's not a boyfriend. That's a that's all a I gotta say. Dependent. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he better he better be strong. That's all I gotta say. Oh, man, you know, better come in with a Malcolm X T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a regular name. His name was David. So I said, "Is he African?" He said, "Why?" I said, "Most Africans got regular names now. They got biblical names. That's true. Like you know, David." Word, you know what I'm no. saying? <laughs> Michael. It's the black nah. folks that got the crazy names, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they got the extra yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. If he was Spanish, name would be Jesus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Nah, nah. But it was good times. Good times. Good times. So let's get let's get cracking, y'all. Let's get cracking. Let me see. So this person I'm talking about just passed away, man. This is a very, very good friend of mine. Um, legendary De La Soul collaborator Don Newkirk died at the age of 56. You know, he did work at third base. First R&B artist signed to Def Jam. This was a solid dude. Produced a lot of tracks from De La Soul, third base. Um, I think he just did a part of the uh, soundtrack for Who Killed Malcolm X. I think he wrote, actually scored that movie, I believe, along with, I think, with Prince Paul, I believe. They were good friends. And Don Newkirk was my dude. I got fond memories producing him doing records, producing for stuff people in this house in Queens. He produced Chicken Wing song, Little Hand Man. So that's my oh, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's my... That. And he did it for... Don, he said, you know, Wing just came home and said, Don, we only got $150. I said, no problem. Let's do it. And he did wow. it. Yeah, that's that's my dude, man. I love that dude, man. So, I mean, his family, to the Newkirk family, man, um, you know, my condolences. I love you, brother. I'm, a, I'm daily, truly going to miss you, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
He um, was um he was that voice on one of the De La Soul songs. Correct. Right? Yep. It's and like, and third base. Yep. Yep. When mm -hmm. I'm talking about genuine, genuine, lovely, nice guy, bro. Yeah. From around the way. So um, didn't grow up on the Happy Block before y'all say that, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we already, Yo, we already said there's no more room left on Happy Block. <laughs> The 15th. That's why the healthy block didn't have roaches and fucking rats because there was no room. <laughs> the fifties in the rap community, man, is tough. I mean, we yeah. lost a lot of rappers yeah. in the early fifties, yeah. early to mid fifties. Bro, this is the second dude I know that died this week. Don was found dead. My man Kev died was found dead. Just turned yeah. sixty. That's what I'm saying. Like sixty, like the new ninety. Fifties, like the new eighty. Yeah, it's, scary, it's, it's I don't know what's going on out here, but I, I uh went to Amityville school system and De La Soul. Um, then my sister's going away to a college party the next the next February. They dropped three feet high and rising. So I remember his name, I remember uh Stetsasonic, I remember all that. You know, it was, it was mm -hmm. a really, really good time, a fun time yeah. in hip hop. They were that kind of next wave after Run DC and everybody. Hippie, it was the hippie era, yeah, yeah. man. So yeah. it was really, really good, really, really good. So definitely rest in peace. You know, it's good to have a legacy. You know, you leave yeah. back great work that people will always cherish, you know? Yeah. yeah. Got yeah. it, got it. Good guy, man. So, and also, we lost another, we lost a legend right here, man. Irene Cara from Fame and Flashdance. What a feeling. You know, dead at 63. This was a beautiful gift to sister here, man. And, uh, I, can't, I can't believe she's going. I, I, it's like our childhood is just going away in front of me. Yeah. Man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. Same thing, D. Definitely, yeah. man. Yeah, you definitely. Know? And fantastic, fantastic um, memories of her and the whole Fame cast. As a matter yep. of fact, I would do to actually as a family. We watched um, over over the over the um, over the other uh, break, man. We watched the Wiz, um, and then we were you know, and then uh, we plan on watching Fame next. You know, that was our next show. We haven't gotten around mm -hmm. to it, so it's 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 interesting that that happened. And um, yeah, man. I remember Fame was so big, and Irene Cara was so huge when we were kids, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? She was a yeah. really, really big name, and I remember when her star was very was ascendant, man. And she was just doing her thing, and you saw her everywhere. Her and Leroy, those were the two from um from Fame. Man, Leroy I mean? going too. Leroy been going for a long oh, time. Been going yeah. a long time. Long yeah. time. Yeah, man, yeah. I, got so, a, I almost forgot about that shit. Where yeah, crack, man. Crack got Leroy. Huh? Did Crack get him? Crack guy. Yeah, crack is on. And he had he had something else. Uh, allegedly, he had allegedly. Else. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sorry. You, you see, y'all made me laugh. He said crack got him. He's like crack got him. Like, <laughs> 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 was like one way or the other. Yeah, crack is no joke. Depends on which way you you phrase yeah. it. But yeah. it's <laughs> no joke. Yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. I, rem I remember Libra. The funny thing was when I was a kid. In the movie, I thought Leroy was really tough because he came from a tough neighborhood. Oh, and yeah. then I realized he's just a good actor, you know. But yeah. um, a very but, good actor. He was yeah, a very but, good actor. Yes, you know. But 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 definitely our childhood. And then you know, Irene Carroll was just beautiful. And bad? then when they had the when they had the the, the show that came on TV, <laughs> when they made the show, when they made the show, then they put a a, a, a person to play Coco that was just um. Wasn't yeah. Irene Cara, you know? Yeah. It's just yeah. You oh, know, they she, had. They, wasn't it? No, it was a Ray Don Chong though. Who was that? No, name? but she was Ray Don Chong and Light. Yeah, 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 she, yeah. Was, she was in that neighborhood. You know, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I gotta stop. I gotta watch our joke because I just went to a, an event with my nieces and nephew, and I'm gonna just tell you right now: if you are over forty, don't joke with anybody under forty. 
It's a wrap. Don't do not joke with them. It's too sensitive. It's just, oh my God. I, don't, don't say, I mean, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> It'd be meetings, a memo. You know, oh, yeah. you you hurt my feelings. I was yeah. offended by that's the that's the go to. I was offended. You, yeah, I was offended. You, you, lucky you, don't, you lucky you don't work in corporate America now with these young motherfuckers. Oh, I can only imagine. I, I, I no, they lucky they don't work with me. That's no, what I, I know. They be teetering trying I'm, on HR with me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, you I say, didn't realize how serious say it is. Hard to them. Say something serious. hard to them. They be like, oh my yeah. god, I feel threatened. And you know what I was saying? <laughs> I was telling them like when I was in school. I don't care if you lost a parent. That don't stop them from going in on you because you lost. A, like, in other words, you either had to learn how to fight, you either learn how to go back at them or whatever. But it was not the eliminate the person that's trying to diss you, eliminate the bully, cancel the bully. No, nah, it was just you either had to sink or swim. <laughs> and that's just what it was. But today is just different. You know, yeah. just different. I, I, I agree with what you said, because I remember people talking about people's mothers back in the day. And then if you had lost a parent or whatever, They'd be like, ooh, his mother dead too. Oh, and, you yeah. know, so then you either had to fight or you either had to snap. So that that's was it. it. That's it. You had, yeah. to, you had to learn them. But it yeah, toughened you yeah. up. But now, yeah. ooh, no. Nah. Now it's going to be a meeting, going to be an organization, it's going to be a group started. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> mother, group. <laughs> you say something, you say something offensive to somebody young today, the motherfuckers pull, pull out picket signs and fucking. Man. Oh, yeah. Boy. The emotions, yeah, yeah, yeah. half the motherfuckers need counseling. They be told yeah. so. Up. I don't know what. Oh, yeah, the emails going out. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, Mo Monique came through with the with the information on Coco. Erica Gimple, Gimple played Coco. That's a good one. Yeah, one yeah. One hit wonder there. Yeah, but... Tanya Crack is whack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I knew I knew something was different. That I saw an episode of Fame, you know, and Leroy was supposed to have a fight. Then I. I saw before the fight, you know, he was going like this. And um that's when I kind of knew that something was, that it was acted. What did that's not right, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna look up. We got some quick whistles tonight, boy. Let me tell you. Call the tight yeah, game. Yeah. Call it real yeah. tight. <laughs> Flag on the play. That's what it Yo, is. I'm, no, I'm gonna act sensitive like the kids today. No, Jamie, that's not right. I'm, my feelings are hurt. <laughs> that that, that, that scroll made me uncomfortable. Don't say that it's Leroy voice. No, I didn't. No, that's not the Leroy voice. That's the young oh, kid voice. Oh, he's trying, trying to, to get him another one. Another one. Yeah, yeah. trying to pull me yeah. another one. <laughs> you yeah. guys into the World Cup? You've been checking out the World Cup? I can't watch soccer, dude. I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. I can't watch it. And you know what? I got to get on y'all. And Derek didn't even respond. I invited y'all to the Islanders versus Rangers at the Garden. And I think it'd be great for the show. No, and we then, responded. We responded. I, I responded. I told no, I said you Derek didn't respond. Y'all always like... No speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> no speaking English. Yeah, so Rodney said, he, if he ain't doing hockey, he definitely ain't doing soccer. So I feel like... <laughs> I can't, but thank, I you mean, for, thank you for the invite. Though, don't get me wrong. I, think, I, I think, appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank I don't you. appreciate y'all not going. Thank you for the solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know. Now I can't. I can't do hockey either, man. Seriously, I can't do it. I went to the last hockey game I went was in the like ninety something. Oh, okay. yeah, and it was because of a friend of mine. He worked on Wall Street. And he had they, this company had a skybox. So he whatever you gonna see, skybox is the truth. Whatever yeah, you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, it was like it had to be probably like about maybe ninety six. Was the last time I went to a hockey game? Well, it's actually the only time I went to a hockey game. Yeah, All right, so. and I'm sorry for interjecting. I know we got to go deep. No disrespect. Yeah, I, I'm no trying disrespect. to get to. I'm trying to get to it. But I no did watch the, and watch a little bit of workout. 
Um, oh, we're worried about time all of a sudden. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want to say that. Georgia, uh, Georgia runoff next week between uh, Warnock and Herschel Walker. Your thoughts, gentlemen, who you think is going to take this? I think I think from what I'm hearing with the early voting, it looks like it's going to be a wash. It looks like Warnock is doing his thing um, on the early voting. I don't know. We got to be careful with that. Um, but Warnock always throws me off because he looks just like BJ Smooth. Or am I the only one that? That he is, does uh, look like JB. JB, JB, he JB, just JB, like, JB, 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 you you're you're right in the way, like, but I'm gonna change it up a little bit, Kelvin. It should have been a wash already. It just right. goes to show you, like, the state that we're in with the way people think that you you're still battling to get Herschel Walker in. You know, right. it, it just it's just amazing to me. It's just amazing to me. Right. You know, any other time, any other time, those those allegations or facts or truth about his past would have destroyed would have destroyed 100%. any other black man would have destroyed them 100%. but 100%. the reason because he's running with the republican party right then it's it's, it's all excusable we're gonna we're gonna let it slide you know and trump but, re restructured politics which is it doesn't matter what you do if this is who they want to win that's it none yeah, of that matters correct that's right. They, they, That's right. They stay along. It has nothing to do with right and wrong. Politics right. has nothing to do with right, right. and wrong. And I right. tell people that all the time. It has to do with what the party's agenda is. And that's all that matters. People. Right. So you, you got all these people on the same party and they all just happen to agree right. with each other when it's something like a bill right. or something is getting ready to get passed or they want something um, taken care of or they want a certain rich person taken care of. Right. It's not a coincidence. It's absolutely intentional. You have to stay along party lines and that's it. It doesn't matter. God could be a pedophile. They don't care. We have, we've even had that too. with right. guys were accused of pedophilia. No, no, no question. Yeah. Think, think about crazy. it. Trump right now got charges of rape, mm -hmm. tax evasion, yeah. um, poor business practices, um, mm -hmm. uh, federal government going after him for documents. And my man, like, I want to be the next president. I'm yeah. like, like yeah. nothing. Like, just that's and it. people like, yeah, we got you. You know, yeah. definitely. And ain't done nothing for those people. And people that has lives have not improved in one way, shape, or form. And they right. still rocking with them. They just don't get it. No doubt. And Michelle got a new picture. Yeah, that's a new one. Yeah. 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 Oh, I thought that was a new Michelle Turner. No, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, okay, we got a new Michelle here. Okay. No, I, yeah, I think I just figured it out, D. I was like, no, that's our Michelle that be out all the time. She's back and oh, fresh. Hey. Yeah. What up, Michelle? How you doing, love? Fresh off hey, Thanksgiving. Michelle. Yep. She said that's why Bernie can't make it. Nah, Bernie does. Yeah. 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 Bernie He's too old, man. He can't really, you know, do much, man. If he gets in, man, he might not even. Oh, no. Out there's turn, no man. more too old either, Derek. There's no more too old, brother. Oh, no. You at 80 years old. You just to hit your stride now. <laughs> you can fall off. You could be a guy, fall off a bike and be president. You don't <laughs> think anymore. Yeah. I remember back in the days when back when we used to pretend to elect competent people, man. You know, he would have there was a bunch of things that could have, you know, his age could have knocked him out the boxes in Bernie's case, or you know, in the case of anybody else, you know, in Herschel Walker, for instance, not just a black man, anybody would have came out and they would have had those same issues come to light. 
they could have kissed it goodbye. But you know, back then we were still pretending to um to 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 elect competent people who give a damn. You know, now it's right. just all it's just, you know it's just all partisan. So Definitely. you know, no question. Let me ask you a question because Sammy said I was going to think about it. what do you think about Hakeem Jeffries moving to the top spot, the first leader of the uh, first black leader of a uh, major political party? What do you think? Of the for the for the for the house, yeah. Well, it wouldn't shock me if they did it now, considering that they're a minority. You know, what I'm saying they probably wouldn't have did it if it was the majority, if they still had the house. You know, good point. I mean, I look like that. Um, I mean, I mean, I ain't got no beef with um, Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, yeah, he said he got it as of today. I've been watching news that as of today. Yeah, he got it. Okay. Yeah, well, I said, like I said, they. They wouldn't have put them in if they were still um, in control of the House. I, I believe that strongly, you know. It didn't surprise me that Nancy Pelosi um, stepped down and retired. You know, that didn't surprise me at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I said, that's just how I said it. He would, they wouldn't have put them in there if, if they were still in power. I don't believe that. You know? I hope he's yeah. solid, man. I mean, he's so far he's been solid, you know. I mean, I, like, I don't have no beef with Akeem Jeffries, but I've seen him on, um, you know, interviews and 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 you know he's not he's he's running with the party too there's a little bit of like um there's some glaze on that donut with him too yeah and jamie said we got what up what up mike um what's up Shug? how you doing sammy said now we have a black a black man a latino as a progressive in the top three spots that's what's up oh michelle what you said yeah, even before now, uh, but Trump and Biden are ancient. Yeah, yeah. yeah Trump and Biden are ancient. You know, they didn't they just come out with they said they're gonna get um Trump's taxes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it's a wrap. No, it's not. <laughs> right, and that's the problem. Nothing is the wrap. That's yeah, what you know what? Nothing. nothing. Chris Rock said that. Wait, Chris Rock said hey, you were absolutely right. He's not, he's not going to jail. Don't ever think Trump is going to jail. He's no, not going to jail. Right. The other thing is too. Well, can he die? Can he die? Will he? We all no, die. That's the question. We all going to die. But he probably want to die. Don't run. die. Yeah. Is it CFO? I like his CFO. Cool. Yeah, all yeah. the stuff I did illegally, I did it on my own volition. <laughs> Nobody told me to do it. Just like Christie with with yeah. the with the, the George Washington Bridge. That's right. Yeah. All his you know underlings decided to do that themselves. He had yeah. nothing to do with it. It's just and, and let the chick. Christy let the chick go to jail. Think she did. Think yeah, she did. Think she did. Wow. That's right. That's right. But you know, but you got to understand. I, I always tell people that, um, like loyal loyalists, you got to be careful when you be a loyalist to somebody, especially in politics, because, in my opinion, loyalist is another definition for fall guy. Yeah. That's yeah. what that means to me. Yeah. When they say, yo, you got to be loyal to me. I used to see that shit in the police department. Want to be loyal to the CO or whatever. Soon as something happens, he goes, you know, you got to take this hit because my career is booming and, you know, I got a future. So you're going to take this one. We're going to put you on ice and we're going to come back and get you later. They never come back and get you. Wow. Yeah, it's a dirty game. Yeah. But um, as far as Trump's taxes are concerned, you notice how conveniently they get that Congress gets the taxes Four weeks before they were about to change over, because they because they lost the house. No taxes ain't coming out. No shits ain't coming out. I don't believe it. And if they do, I'll be surprised. I, I want them to come out, but I'll be right. surprised if they do. Right. But the funny thing is, all it's gonna do is tell you what you already knew. That's what's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's a crook. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Act like it's a smoking gun. You already yeah. know what it is. Yeah. And then he's gonna go around saying they doctored my taxes. That's it. That's his yeah. thing. I give it. They gotta give him credit. My man is Teflon. 
My man said right? alternative facts. In other words, you yeah. get the truth. My man said, well, I, I got a different one. What else we got here? So, speaking of Trump, Kanye West uh, to run for president in 2024 asked Trump to be his vice president. Jamie, can you show us this video, please? Now, U.S. rapper Kanye West is making headlines again. This comes after he suggested that he will run for president. Even added that he wants former president, hear this, Donald Trump, to be his running mate. The artist, who now goes by the name Ye, took to Twitter to hint at his potential candidacy. A symbol of Ye and 24 was written on the post. The next U.S. presidential elections will be held in 2024. He also posted a video of himself where he was seen talking about a meeting with Donald Trump in Florida. In the video, he talked about asking Trump to be his vice president. Take a look. I think the thing that Trump was most perturbed about, me asking him to be my vice president, when Trump started basically screaming at me at the table telling me I was going to lose, you're, I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Trump, you're talking to Ye. First of all, the guy that was giving the news report, I swear to God, he was trying to get my identity. That's another stuff. He, the, the voice sounded the same, like, hey, I'm looking for Demantis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, what's your thoughts, gentlemen? He met with Trump at Mar a Lago, and he had that racist ass dude. What's his name? Fuentes, I think his name is something like that. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, as I, as I get older, I, I think about moments in time that's wasted. And I realized that me watching that, it was one of them. Like, I realized one day when it comes to the end, I will say, I wish I had those 45 seconds back because <laughs> this is about, this is about the, the I mean, it's just, it's absolutely just, uh, it, it's ridiculous. I, I just, I don't understand what it is with this, this attention seeking motive. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's the dumbest thing. I, like, like, if he runs, he shouldn't vote for himself. You know, I mean, it's just absolutely, it, no, really, really, it's ridiculous. I don't know why it always has to be this dog and pony show, you know? And that's another thing. In other words, you have a lot of issues going on in your life. What makes you think you should be a person who should lead anybody? And what happened to you being involved in political science before you get into politics? It, it, just being an entertainer or popular should make you, like, be a, some type of political figure? I don't understand that. It's a different world. It's a bad one, too. Yeah, it is. Well, the thing is, maybe he's looking for a second job considering he got hit with that $200,000 a month child support. He got off easy. He got off easy. He did. Um, that's what, what, two, two point four yeah, what yeah, that's what I'm saying. 2.4 a year. I mean, really, he got that in his sock drawer. I mean, yeah. that was just well, that was just her saying, you know, because they, they didn't even go to the judge for it. They worked it out amongst themselves, so she said to get it. I got Yeah, I'll be honest with be you. Something. I don't care how much money I got. I got a $200,000 worth of child support a month. That shit is off the chain to me. There's no kid that I've ever met or ever seen in my life that needs $200,000. Definitely. definitely, you know definitely. But when you Let go around talking about you worth $6 billion, though, I mean, No, you know. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. The <laughs> thing is this. I guarantee you how many kids you got in that center, D, in Brooklyn? Uh, hundreds. Hundreds? I bet you $200,000 be some money be still left over if they gave you that a month. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it the is. thing is, yo, four kids, two hundred thousand. I don't care what nobody say. That's too much money. But then you, but then you say they take like seventeen percent for the first one or something like that. Seventeen percent, twenty five for the second one, and twenty two for the second, twenty five for the right. Third. So he's nowhere near those numbers though. 20, 17. 17. No, 20, I'm gonna 25. say 
22. I thought 20, it was 17. percent of you have special needs, kid. It's, I go. thought it was 17, 25, and 29. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, maybe. It's been a while, so I can't call That's it. Right. And then any, any kid over the third one is determined by the judge. And D is right. You do pay more for a special needs child. So he got off easy at the end of the day, right? I mean, that's nowhere near. But I get your point, Rodney. It's not about what the kids need. It's we know that. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they are gonna need that for therapy, though. They are gonna need that. They are because their father's name is Yee. But yeah. he was going to say something, Ronnie, about the whole Kanye Trump thing before we start, we went up the child support. Oh yeah, the thing is, um, like first of all, why would Trump? be his vice president. That, that just shows he's an idiot right there. Trump is not going to be vice president or be a co-running mate with a black man. That's crazy. You know, so that's number one. He said Trump was yelling at him. He also he probably left out the part that Trump said, yo, get the fuck out of my office. You know what I mean? This is crazy. But um, the thing is, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a guy that's sympathetic to um, Kanye West. Like I noticed like with his thing, I started noticing people started you know, riding with him a little bit and, you know, trying to support him and, you know, what Adidas did to him and all that. Like, I don't, I don't do that with because I know something is coming down the road. Like you guys say about Kyrie, I say the same thing about he. There's always going to be something that he's going to erase it and say, yo, I'm going to say, but the thing is Kanye's done things that has insulted black people, you know what I'm saying? And that's the that's the, that's that's the thing I don't let go with Kanye because he, he said some stupid shit about you know black people and always this and that. It's it's, it's just too much with him. I I, I can't do it. I guess can't. And I do think it. he's burning a lot more bridges than he's done he before. Is. I mean, he's I don't think he can go back to entertainment and music. I mean, that rant he did, I guess, about two weeks ago, that burned a lot of bridges in that industry. I'm sure. So I don't know where he goes now. Um, when he has to reinvent himself, which he, he's very good at, but I don't know where he goes. No, I don't know. So, so we got a special guest coming for, for tonight, but Kevin, I want you to bring this brother in. This is a dear friend, I want you to, to bring it in. Go ahead, man. You take yes, this, this is it's weird to say this, but I have known not this friend over 40 years now. It's really, really weird to say that, and um. Grew up in Massapequa, now resides in North Carolina. Um, I want everybody to welcome to the Let's Chop It Up family, my good friend, Maurice Shirley. Everybody give up for my guy, Maurice Shirley. Shirley. What's happening? What's up, Maurice? What's up, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, Kevin, oh, man. What's, Kevin, what's Maurice going to talk about, brother? You just Maurice. <laughs> All right, that was, just a, that was just a little well, teaser. Let Maurice tell us. Let Maurice tell us what he's going to do. Yeah, what's up, Maurice? First of all, listen, I love the show, fellas. The show is dope. Very entertaining. Thank you. Um, you know, I've, I've turned on some of my friends and family to it. So it's a great show. I really dig it. Thank and yo, you. Kelvin had me cracking up when he was talking about uh hockey. He used to kill me with yo, look at the hat trick that uh ah. is doing. <laughs> I'm like, Kelvin, come on, man. They gonna roast me for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true though. It's true. Yeah, Kelvin, Kelvin's my man, and, and, and thank you for the opportunity. So, you know, what I wanted to uh, uh, share with, with uh, you guys and the listeners is the importance of cancer screening. Before I do that, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, so I, I used to work at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in, in, in the city there. 
And I worked at something called the Cancer Information Specialist, where I helped to educate health professionals and the uh, lay, lay person on cancer and the um, symptoms, et cetera. We had a vast amount of resources um, that were provided to us from very reputable um, uh, organizations, okay? Um, and then uh, I actually, my, my family and I, we, we uh, now reside in North Carolina. I moved down to North Carolina in 06 and I was a radiation therapist at Duke. So I treated a variety of different cancers, brain, lymphomas, you name it, prostate, uh, using radiation. Um, so that's kind of like my area of uh, specialty is radiation. And I did that for a few years. And now for the last, um, I would say 13 years, I've worked for this medical device company called Varian Medical Systems. And basically they make the radiation equipment that's used by a majority of, of the hospitals in, in the world uh, used to shoot radiation uh, and treat people with uh, with cancer. So that's a little bit about my, my background. But you know, it's interesting. Um, I have a huge family and um, I'm talking about extended family, lots of uncles and aunts. And I wanted to be in a position with the knowledge that I gained, especially from working at Sloan Kettering, um, with you know the, the understanding the symptoms and the importance of screening. And I shared it with a lot of my family members. And then I, I went on to share it with um, you know, family and friends, the importance of health screening, in particular with cancer. There are certain cancers like prostate and breast, which are uh, amongst the more common cancers that if detected early, they can be treated early. You know what I'm saying? There are very visible um, symptoms early on in, with prostate and breast, like for a woman, you know, and I've shared this with my mom, my sister, my wife, my aunts, you know, simply doing like a, a breast exam in the uh, in the shower can potentially lead to saving your life from the disease progressing, um, especially if it's a more aggressive form of breast cancer. For us men, I share with my uncles all the time, you know, it's all about knowing your body. If you um, have frequent urination, especially at night, of course, if there's something as alarming as blood in the urine, um, even a persistent pain in your back or pelvic area. And there are some other symptoms as well. You know, reach out to your doctor. That's the most important thing. Because again, these diseases can, if caught early, no man or woman should be dying from these diseases if caught early. I wanted to share something with you guys from, um, it's called cancer.gov. And it's um, it's a resource that we used when I worked at Sloan Kettering when I was helping to, um, you know, educate the health professional community as well as the uh, the general public. I want to share something. So again, this is from cancer.gov, not from me, but from cancer.gov. You know, African Americans have higher death rates than all. And forgive me from reading. I just want to make sure I get. No, we good, bro. We good. Yeah. So um, African-Americans have higher death rates than all other racial and ethnic groups for many, although not all cancer types, okay? Despite having similar rates of breast cancer, African-American women are more likely than white women to die of the disease. 
Latino and African, and this is my last point, Latino and African-American women have higher rates of cervical cancer than women of other ethnic backgrounds. With African-American women having the highest rates of death from these diseases. So my point in saying all of this, and this again is coming from a very reputable resource, the uh, National Cancer Institute Cancer Information uh, Service, my whole point in saying all of this is if we're in tune with our bodies and we have that communication with our doctors, we could potentially be saving, you know, yourself, your life from the disease growing. Uh, and, and it's about us not being afraid of that communication with our doctors, you know, cause I, cause I've, I've spoken to some of my family like, nah, man, I'm just not, nah, man, I've been, I've been bleeding internally for the last, you know, two weeks, but I think I'm going to be all right, man. No, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, Marissa, let me ask you this question. Is, yeah. it, is, it, is it because I think this part of it has been in our history. Some people feel like they don't have the coverage to go see medical professionals. And then I think the other part, maybe some people are afraid or where do you see the line or is that is that a fair assessment? No, absolutely. And I think it and there's Kelvin, there's even some literature that points to the fact of uh, being afraid in the African-American community as uh, a, a driver and not seeking help up front, okay? Gotcha. And of course there is, and it has a lot of other things to do in many of our underserved areas, poorer areas of the inner city, lack of access to good food, good quality food, you know, is a big thing too not being able to travel to see their doctors, you know, in some of these under, underserved areas where, and when I say, you know, maybe not having the, the vehicle to get to the doctor, those sorts of things. So there's a lot of barriers that need to be overcome. But to your point, I think it's more so, and, and the literature says this, it's more so the fact that people are afraid and wait until it's too late. In my estimation, and again, I'm not a doctor, of course, but in the knowledge that I've gained, that I'm more than happy to share with the public, no man should be dying from prostate cancer and many forms of breast cancer, no woman or man, because a man can have breast cancer too, should be dying from these diseases. Now, yes, these diseases can, there's, there's different grades of the diseases, the more, the higher the grade, the more aggressive it is, meaning the more potential that it can spread. But the fact of the matter is if we do our screening early, if we're aware of, and I can share some of the symptoms as well, if I haven't already, but if we're aware of the symptoms and we can, um, uh, you know, reach out to our doctors and get that screening and that very unpleasant D and I had it, digital rectal exams, horrible, <laughs> horrible, man, horrible. but it's worth it. And so that's the key. That's what I'm trying to get at. You know what I mean? The, 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 there's a lot of advancements that have been made in the cancer field and more to come, but we have to somehow overcome some of these barriers, not be afraid to reach out to our doctors and be aware of the symptoms and be an advocate for our health. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I wanna mention one other thing, Kelvin, um, um, you know, just because like some of the symptoms of, of prostate cancer can be, you know, I think I said earlier that um, 
constant uh, fre uh, frequent urination, especially at night. Uh, and, and, not a strong, and not a strong stream. And that's, yeah, not a strong stream or an inter interrupted stream. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, or the, you have to you have the urgency to go, but the stream doesn't start. Right. It's kind of delayed. Those are all symptoms. But here's the thing as well, though. Most of the time, and I'm not, I hope I'm not contradicting everything I said, but most of the time, even if you have those types of symptoms, it doesn't mean in a man that it's prostate disease. Correct. Prostatitis, mm -hmm. which is an inflammation of the prostate. Mm -hmm. There's the more common BPH, benign, um, benign hy hyperstatic hyperplasia, benign prosthetic hyperplasia, excuse me, that contributes to these similar symptoms that can produce the same similar symptoms. But the key is that if these symptoms occur, it's important that we talk to our doctors so that we can rule out more serious disease. Yeah. Yeah. First, we, got a, we got a question from the audience yeah. that I'm, 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 I'm gonna share with people my hope. I'm gonna share everything with my, with my what me going through prostate cancer, early prostate cancer. But go ahead, Damien, can you bring up the question? Kira says, uh, is cancer hereditary or circumstantial? Yeah, well, great, great question. So there is a genetic component to many of the cancers, and and I and I'll give you an example. Kelvin knows this very well. My my dear dad, who I worship, this man, he died at thirty nine degrees. Excuse me, thirty nine years of age. I was like, what? Oh, uh, <laughs> the weatherman. Matt <laughs> Maurice, I always want to ask: Is that the reason you took this path? I always, I never asked you, but is it, that it, why? It, it, it definitely. Well, you know, my doctor, my dad wanted me to be a doctor and everything. So he okay. kind of triggered and everything. That's a whole nother story. I actually wanted to be in music, man. I don't want to deal with all this seriousness. <laughs> I, want, I wanted to be like Prince Paul or something behind the scenes. But anyway, but yeah, no, Kelvin. Yeah, definitely. And seeing my dad being treated uh, for pancreatic cancer. That's what I'm getting to with the question that was in the chat. There are certain, and, and pancreatic cancer, by the way, very poor prognosis. Um, unlike prostate D and breast cancer, Derek, unlike prostate and breast cancer, the sneaky thing about pancreatic cancer is that the symptoms don't present until they're stage three or four. And my dad, had, it had spread to regional lymph nodes, and he was like a, a, an abortive stage two and three when they found it, you know, but to go into the question that was in the chat. So with that said, with prop with um, pancreatic cancer, being that myself and my sister are first degree relatives of my dad that died, we are at higher risk mm. of pancreatic cancer. We are. So to answer the question, depending on the type of cancer, there are some a genetic component or familial history that that comes into play. And that's more the reason if you have a family where most of the men have had prostate cancer, it doesn't matter whether they died or not. You automatically go into a higher risk factor. Just being African-American, as I mentioned earlier, puts us into a higher risk factor than our white counterparts. Yeah. But to answer, I'm kind of going on and on. To answer the question, yes, there's a genetic component um, for for certain types of cancers. And, and Maurice, when you mentioned that, let me let's break down. Like, I think people need to talk in their family more about what's going on medically wise with them. Yes. Because I just found out Thanksgiving was joking around earlier, but I just found out I didn't know my father's father 
had prostate cancer twice. Now mm-hmm. going to find out, and it's a joke. And Rod, when I say this, my mother's brother who married my father's sister, my father, that guy, that uncle, okay. he had prostate cancer, and then my other cousin just beat prostate cancer, and now I got uh, early stages of prostate cancer. And when the other things, besides the symptoms you're talking about, that's what some things they tell you to read. But also, brothers just got to go and get their PSA test. Mm-hmm. Go, go get that done. Get uh, and get the urine done. So when it happened with mine, mine came back at three point three point three. Oh, uh, your, your PSA? A PSA. Yeah, nano, so nanograms per millimeter. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so, so that's what made them, made me go, had to go get the, um, the prostate exam where they take, you know, they take the 12 part of your prostate and figure mm-hmm. out. And then also, they, when your urine, it should have microscopic blood in the urine. Mm-hmm. That's another mm-hmm. thing. That's so, not only the, those signs we at home seeing brothers and sisters, you just go to the, you have to go to those those yearly physicals. And, and get and figure out what's going on with it. Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 with prostate, you know, the Gleason score too. Mm-hmm. You know, once um that's like the what, what is that? Yeah, so that's referring so so like D was saying, you know, he had a B- PSA, which was three point something nanograms per millimeter, mm-hmm. which is a hint, and that's actually I've seen a lot higher than that. Oh, yeah, like four point, yeah, no, oh, yeah. higher than six uh, and stuff uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven, yeah, oh yeah, ooh. yeah. yeah. So that's a blood test. And so if you um, and I forget what the cutoff is, but if you have a certain PSA level, what happens, fellas, is that and it's, it's above a certain PSA level. What happens is that the doctors will will do their tests and everything. And then to make a long story short, that once if you're diagnosed with cancer, there's something called the Gleason score. This is very comp- important because it determines the types of treatment that the doctor want to give and the propensity for the disease to spread. So in other words, the higher the Gleason score and basically what it is, they're looking at the prostate and they're looking at how irregular the cancer cells look. You know, the more irregular they look, the higher the Gleason score. So all I'm saying is that that that's, you know, once you're we're kind of going down um, a little bit further down the, down the hole here, but, once a person is diagnosed with prostate cancer, it's that Gleason score that will determine the aggressiveness. That's what it does, Kelvin, of the disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and, and D, you don't have to share it anything, of course, but I'm right. sure. I'm, that, I'm open book, brother. I'm open book. Yeah. Anyone with prostate. So there is some type of Gleason score as well that that even yep. in these case. Yeah. 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 No, how about breast cancer? Like my mother, my brother also, dang, I got cancer. I didn't realize everybody. My mother just uh, breast cancer. I had to take her to a mammogram actually this Friday because she had breast cancer. We had surgery in January. I think it was January this year. Yeah, January this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, so how do like besides women feeling on it? What kind of in the what kind of blood tests for that? For would it show up in the blood for the breast cancer? Only only for the mammograms when they take the mammograms. No, there there are certain blood tests. Um, uh, that and I can't remember fully, but I know CA one twenty five is for ovarian cancer. Um, there are certain genetic tests as well, BRCA1, BRCA2, which are genetic tests, and it escapes me the um, uh, what the abbreviation stands for. But there's there are comparable um, blood tests that can also be used as well for women um, in evaluating the extent of the disease or you know uh, the early stages of the disease as well. But but the thing about it, what I'm what I hope the take home message is with all of this, if we are mindful about our body, the 
the little things that we can do at home, the self-breast exam, this can lead to, if there is disease, this can lead to treatments being administered earlier at earlier intervention, which could- Now with breast cancer, I understand there used to be, um, mm -hmm. there used to be a thing about the age, right? What age should people start or, or does it vary yeah. per family yeah. history? Yeah, so the great question, man. I'm gonna leave that to your, to, there are guidelines out there, but I'm gonna leave it to um, the listeners and their doctors for those guidelines. I will tell you this, um, in particular for black men with uh, diseases such as colorectal, prostate, even lung, the screening is about five to eight years earlier than our white counterparts. So in other words, the recommendations for in particular African-American men are to start screening earlier than it is for our white counterparts, in particular for colorectal and prostate. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense because we're more prone to it. Um, uh, Doc, listen. Um, how often do you see people come in with, um, you know, they're saying, "Hey, I'm treating uh, maybe their cancer or something uh, with with maybe a diet or some herbal uh, mm -hmm. thing or some vitamin." Uh, thing going on because I know a couple of years ago you started hearing about certain diets that you could take and everything yeah. and, and and that was supposed to help you out with it um how often does that happen and is there any validity to any of that stuff can you yeah you know so Derek, great great question so I, I don't believe um and and I and I urge the listeners to check out um, American Cancer Society which is cancer.org or the cancer information service cancer.gov for those that they have very detailed information and up-to-date information on the very thing you're talking about. So certainly diets, um, exercise, those sorts of things will help you when you have the disease and may even, you know, I, I eat a lot of red onions and bok choy, antioxidants, those sorts of things, but that can help minimize, you know, getting uh, certain diseases. But as far as those complementary and alternative medicines curing cancer, there's no, from what I can see, there's no conclusion that they indeed do that. Now, those, those dietary supplements, complementary alternative medicines may help with side effects from cancer treatment. But from my estimation, there's no conclusive evidence that they help to uh, kill cancer. Am I answering your question, Derek? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think maybe some of why we, as a community, have um, some of the numbers that we have with regard to cancer and other illnesses is because we seem to be more prone to certain alternative means of of treatment. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. You know the old the old grandmom, uh, you know, uh, treatments. You know what I mean? The family treatments. You know how it is. And uh, and I was just and I was, and, and I always wonder how, uh, you know, how. Uh, valid some of that is you know yeah and, ask, you know, and you, and you know Derek there's a lot of dis, um, disinformation out there on, on the internet that's why you've heard me say several times cancer.gov and the American Cancer Society which is cancer.org those are two of the most reputable and up-to-date resources out there you can't believe everything you hear and see on the internet you know what I mean um, so whether it be cancer prevention cancer screening 
or anyone that currently has any type of cancer, you can check those two very reputable resources for standard treatment options. And by the way, I always advocate, even if you have uh, cancer, I always advocate that, you know, just don't take your doctor's word for it. Go out there. There's a lot of very reputable information where you can uh, learn what the standard treatment options are for your stage of disease. Okay. So, and you, you, you know, and, and, and sharing that information with the doctor. And I'm going to mention one other crazy thing too. It's not really crazy, but um, there's a lot of, and it might be from the Tuskegee experiments, but there's a lot of good that comes out of clinical trials and participating in clinical trials for, for some of our more aggressive and more and rarer disease, uh, rarer cancer, such like pancreatic cancer. I bet you if my dad was still around or he had the disease now, or he knew the information back when he was 38 uh, or 37 and he, and he was diagnosed with it, he probably would have went into a clinical trial. And it's not that it's, they're going to give you a placebo and watch you die. They're going to give you the standard of care for that disease and that stage versus uh, uh, a drug that has a lot of promise. So my whole point is, even with uh, a person with cancer, don't dismiss clinical trials as well. That's how many of our standard treatments have come to be through clinical trials. Yeah, I think what it is, I think Juan had a question, like with, mm -hmm. with like you said, the Tuskegee thing, I think it was more with people was scared because it seems like they always do bad by black folks, right? Right. So, there you go, Juan's question. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah Juan says, I think our history is our barrier. Remember, it was doctors who injected blacks and Latins with syphilis and injecting blacks yeah. with HIV bear incident. I think that's also why we don't go to doctors. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's why black people think it's scary because that's the same thing when the, when the vaccines and all kind of other stuff came out, so... Yeah. No, absolutely. But, you know, not all clinical trials um, are... are, are, are are you know um based on that that very horrible experience you know what i'm yeah. saying mm -hmm. so um, many if not all in this day and age are legitimate and again you're not going to get if you've got stage three lung cancer non-small cell lung cancer they're not going to give you some placebo that doesn't do anything you know what i mean they're going to give you the standard of care versus what they think the physicians and researchers think is the a very promising drug Maurice, let me ask you, what's the difference between as far as treatment is concerned? My father um, died mm -hmm. of pancreatic cancer as well. And what's what's interesting is when you get this news just as a family, I mean, it's just it's just it's a gut punch and just yeah. the level of fear. And you do go in hyper research mode. Yeah. You're trying to do anything to save the person's life. I got my father to Sloan Kettering immediately. And yeah. as soon as I got in there, there's a calming effect. From the time they greet you, it's it, yeah, because they yeah, all yeah. understand. Yeah, they all understand. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's 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 them, and there's a a place in uh, Pennsylvania. I think uh, maybe Philadelphia. That's oh, yeah. also yeah, 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 yeah. Probably, probably um, uh, University of Pennsylvania. It's huge, huge. Yeah, yeah there's, there's there's a couple of places there, but psychologically. Is there something that I, I, I think you would have to have a willingness to fight, right? Because you've got to get through the fear first, right? To kind of realize I have this now, let me go into kind of, you know, attack. As a matter of fact, a couple yeah. of weeks ago when D told us, D told us on air, mm. and just right then, I can't speak for the rest of the guys on the show. It was mm. a gut punch then. You know what I mean? It just it was such it was such startling news. Mm -hmm. And you know, and so it's just one of those things. So how do you get you know, I think there's a level of fear. How do you, do, I'm sure you see that. Of course, man. 
Yo, so and Kelvin, I th I thought I thought your dad, um, Mr. Walter died. I thought it was uh, wow. I didn't realize it was pancreatic like my dad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, it, it's hard, man. And, and th there are resources out there and support groups as well that can help with the uh, initial diagnosis and how to get over. There's a lot of very very good support groups out there for that. But yeah, it's a shock. And then once the shock happens, once once you hopefully get over the shock, it's about bearing down and being in that good communication with your doctor. And that's very important and, and can't be underestimated. You know, the relationship you have with your doctor during this this trying time. I'm a, I, I don't want to get too much on a tangent, but my my dad's medical oncologist um, who was a, a chemo. Um, when I say medical oncologist, was a chemo physician, very bad, poor, uh, very poor bedside manner. And it, it really just. Or just rub this wrong, but it's about um, educating yourself once you get over that initial shock, and also the support of family as well is very important. You know, having that strong network if you have those family and friends behind you is very important. But I would say to your question, Kelvin, is there are many magnificent support groups out there where you can um, meet family members and people diagnosed with the same cancer that you have. Um, that can help you overcome and, and, and help guide you with making important decisions. So you're not in it alone. Yeah. So that you're not in it alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yep. Yeah. And even on, and even on like the American Cancer Society website, which is cancer.org and um, cancer.gov, um, they have resources aimed specifically to that um, for, uh, you know, support groups. Um, Maurice, I got one question. Um, mm -hmm. I always notice when we talk about things like this, you know, as you know, black people, there's this term that is I always hear and it's always prone. We always prone to it, you know, mm -hmm. like in your opinion and your experience, you know, we know you're not a doctor, but from what you see and knowing about these diseases, why do you feel that we are more prone to it? Is it diet? Is it bloodline? Is it lifestyle? Is right, it environment? You're correct. Is it just the trust of the medical distrust of the medical system? You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, yeah. you tell me what you see. Is it lack of exercise or taking care of yourself, seeing doctors? Like, why do you, Rodney, why it's, do you say it's, it's prone? Rodney, it's, so prone? It's every single thing you just touched on. Okay. Is yes, and 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 there is um, there's there's great resources out there called cancer disparities, especially on cancer.gov that point to every single thing you just mentioned. Mentioned the lack of of exercise, the misinformation. There there has been evidence, and I'd like you guys to check this out on yourself or for yourself. There has been evidence that for certain more aggressive forms of breast cancer more aggressive forms of prostate and colorectal, that there is a genetic component um, uh, with, within Black people um, that can, that, that, that has a bearing, if you will, on the how uh, uh, Black folks respond to certain treatments for those, in particular, those particular types of cancers as well. So to, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is, I think for us African-American folks that there is a genetic component that can't be um, 
that that can't be, uh, you know, uh, un, uh, that that needs to that we need to pay attention to as well. And that's more so the reason why we need to be up on knowing our body and knowing the changes in our body so that we can jump on this with our doctors if if there's something wrong a lot sooner. So, yes, everything you said, Rodney, is I think are factors that contribute to black folks having higher incidences of these diseases. Can you bring up the question I think Michelle had? I think in the flash, but we didn't get we didn't address yeah. it. She says, uh, can they use the fish test? What is the fish test? Yeah, you know, I, I remember um and I it's been a while since I've you know, oh, that's not smelling your panties or nothing like that, right? Oh shit, bro. Rodney, just for the time and not everybody okay. got it. It has to be good. Where is that damn scroll? We had to do it. We had to do it. I told Rodney we had three. One hour in, bro. I known the guy for years. I'm still saying seven is too high. He'll break about four or five, but seven. Seven would mean he's very angry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you watch the show. You already know what this oh, thing is. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, if he gets seven on a show, he had a bad fucking day. <laughs> so what, what does the fish stand for? I mean, what does the fish yeah, stand for? Yeah, you know, you know uh, uh, I don't recall what it stands for. I believe that it's used in, in primary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw the comment. Yuck. But I believe it has to do with breast cancer. Answer, I believe so. I would urge Michelle to speak to, um, you know, her physician uh, about that test and or you can do research on cancer.gov or, or cancer.org. And I'm, I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly the name of that test okay. or what it stands for, but I believe it's associated with for, for breast cancer. OK, and uh, um, got a couple of more questions. Jamie, can you bring them up, please? Mm hmm. One says, uh, makes sense on my mom's side, African-American side, bone cancer and breast cancer run through the family. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry for that, one. Yeah, sorry, one. Kira, again, what's the determining factor on which cancers get moved to the forefront of receiving advanced treatment, clinical trials mm. such as breast and you prostate? Mm. Yeah, so, so I think that's a great question, actually. I, I think it has to do with what cancers have the highest rates or the highest incidence globally. So that's going to be, I believe it's lung cancer is first, followed by breast and prostate. And I believe colorectal is somewhere in there. So I believe that that's what dictates the, because you know, it's a lot of breast cancer research, right? Um, I believe that it's the, the rate or the incidence globally that drives the, the dollars that go into the clinical research. Oh, but titties make the world go around. So that's why I think that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. We got, it has to be. Come on, Brad. <laughs> there you go. Come on, man. I'm feeling good. That was an opinion. That was an opinion. Thank you, Derek. Thank but you. I'm not on your side. I mean, you qualified because that was an opinion. I'm just saying, man, we love the strip clubs. 
Babies love to hug on them. Men love to hug on them. Women love to hug on them. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I have to inject and say we will never get anywhere <laughs> as a people. You know, but but Maurice, I I I, I, I I'm very very. very oh, Michelle, back. come on! I'm not done. No more. I'm I'm really really um I'm, yeah. I appreciate you taking this time. Yeah. Um, because it, it, it's a serious thing and it's so common. I mean, it is, it is something that for all of the money raised and all the different things, it is something that is that from generation to generation is affected. So adversely affected so many people. I mean, the reason I'm really one of the reasons I'm proud of you, because you ran toward it. When my father got hit with it, Maurice, I have to tell you something, you know, um, his significant other. Uh, suggested that we go to the um, Jones Beach um, thing for the, 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 the walks and all that stuff. And I did the breast cancer walk. Right. But the pancreatic one is so uh, depressing because nobody has like made it through it just about. It's such a small fraction of people. Whereas with the breast cancer, they're like, oh, I had my fight at such and such and we won. But the pancreatic one is like, you know, yeah. such and such lost their battle at such and such. They lost. And so I didn't want to be around it. And I think it takes a special person to be able to deal with sickness. And yeah. it is so tough watching someone, you know, because cancer just attacks you with such a, a yeah. vengeance at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelvin, and I can tell you, man, um, you know, not, not, not to belabor the point here, man, you're right. And actually treating people, you know what I mean, uh, with cancer, uh, me being a radiation therapist at Duke, man, I've seen some, some horror stories, you know, and... Um, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. You know what I mean? Um, because again, if we're in tune with the symptoms and we're in tune with our body and we do, and we have that communication with our doctors, a lot of these diseases can be caught early. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so thank you, Kelvin, but that's why I, I want to share the knowledge and resources that I have with the general public. And there's nothing to be afraid about. I know people are afraid when it comes to big C, but you know, um, you could potentially save your life if you're true to yourself and you get on it as soon as you and, and share the information with your doctor as soon as you have those symptoms. Mm -hmm. Maurice, I have to ask, if you go into that, much like either a, a paramedic or an emergency room doctor, what you're going into at that time to get up and go to work, is there any such thing as a good day at work? With a cancer when, diagnosis? When you were doing that, because you were oh. literally going to yeah, see no, people no, no. every day whose world was rocked. But, but, but Kelvin, great question. We did far more good than anything else. Right. A vast majority of our patients, that's why I'm here saying this. Right. A vast majority of our patients, breast, prostate, even some low grade brain tumors, you know what I mean? Right. Man, have gone on to live and, 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 and you know, and, and, and periodically drop me a note on Facebook or something. Absolutely. You know, so we did. So that's the thing, man, that woke me up every day to go out there and do this very stressful and tough job yeah. is that the vast majority of people went on are, are going on to live for very productive lives. It is a calling. It's got to be a calling. It takes some someone with some empathy. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, they got, I think there's Michelle had a question. Yeah, Jamie, get some, got some questions mm -hmm. or comments on it. Go ahead, Jamie. Yeah, Norette says, uh, hey, that's my wife. Is there any truth to the theory that, this is what we were talking about a little bit before, is there any truth to the theory that consuming alkaline foods uh, more than acidic foods affect cancer growth? Yeah, and you know, my mom is a big proponent of alkaline water 
Um, but, you know, I, I would ask because I don't know the, the research behind that, you know, um, I, I would ask uh, that that listener to to check out cancer.gov or cancer.org for more information. And I don't want to misspeak on those things. So uh, research using very reputable resources, two of which I just missed uh, mentioned on that. Okay. Uh, we have Michelle in there. Jamie? Jamie? Is there any more? No, yes, no. I, I read the one with Michelle. She was saying her dad died in 2020. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, that that is tough. I mean, it's and, and to some people, it's a very slow death. If they if they do, you know, I mean, that's the thing because you're watching a person. Yeah, and that's tough. Yeah, that's right. It is dawn calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a calling. Yeah. So you know, in, in conclusion, um, don't be afraid. Um, be in tune with your body, um, and also to there's a lot of information out there. Go to reputable reputable resources out there on the internet, and, and do your research. You know what I mean. And 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 don't, you know. Don't be afraid to question your doctor about certain things and say, hey, I just printed this off of American Cancer Society. I mean, can you tell me, you know, don't be afraid to do that as well. So and also, Maurice, what you mentioned about your father who had a doctor without a good bedside manner, people don't be afraid to change the doctor either. If you don't feel comfortable. And, and Kelvin, that's yeah. what I, that's what I have wanted to say. Right. Yeah. Don't be afraid to get a second opinion. That bedside manner is very important. Very well. important. I won't tolerate anything. Let, no, I don't play that. Like, I, I, I agree. And I just what I just did. That's why I switched over that's to right. NYU. That's, that's why right. NYU now. That's, I'm yeah, talking about quick, right. as quick as possible. Now, Maurice, you cannot get out of here yeah. without your, your your top five MCs all time. Ah. All right, so we got we to okay. get your, your top five. All right. So in no particular order, my top five MCs, I'm going to say Rakim, um, Nas, Red Man, okay. Black Thought, right, right, and I'm gonna say Jada Kiss. Yeah. Oh, rock That's solid. a nice list. That's rock a nice solid. list. And I like that list, Maurice. Yeah. And I mean, Karis One could be in there too, man. You know, I love Sex and Violence and some of his albums. Yeah, yeah. So. Audible yeah, mention. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. That's a good. That's, that's, that's a strong, that's a strong, strong list strong right there, brother. That's that lyricism. Can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Michelle. Michelle was very helpful. Thank you, thank you, brother. Excellent, excellent. Yes, yes. All right, cool. Reese, I love people, you, man. If people want to reach out to you, what can they find you at? Yeah, well, actually, I uh, just reached me on Facebook. Um, um, I'm Maurice Shirley. You can find me on on Facebook if you want to. And I and, and I'm happy you mentioned that, D. If there's any any of the listeners out there, because I'm very, you know, with this information I have, I don't shy away from sharing it you know i have to share this information so if i can help someone going through something they can inbox me on facebook it's just maurice shirley um inbox me and i'll be happy to help and you know kelvin has my number as well it, kelvin if there's anyone that that you know or d if you have questions you know what i'm saying and i can help guide you or, or to the standard treatment options for what you're going through i'm sure you have a great rapport with your doctor or if the, your doctor says something to you that you don't quite understand, let me help you to research that. Oh, no, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No so, Kelvin, feel free to share my number as well. Okay. You know, 
Yeah, they try, to, they try to fondle my testicles again. I will definitely call it tell you, brother. What, what did Kira say? And, and for those that don't know, she got to say, Kira, Kira is Marisa's baby sister. So, oh, yeah. Oh, that's the K. Yeah, yeah. Hey, fellas, great show, man. All, thank all you, four of y'all do your thing, man. It's very entertaining. And, and Man, and, I appreciate and, you. I love you. And thank you, bro, for coming on, man. All right. Peace, peace, brother. Peace. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Standing on the top. Friday's back. Yeah, oh. back again. Yo. Yo. Play the last two comments. Go ahead. Sorry, what did you say, Rock? No, I'm just saying it was good information, good talk. And then I I learned something, too. Among some, I learned a lot of things. But the thing is, I didn't know that cancer had a street name. He called it Big C. <laughs> I thought it was talking about the crib. I was worried about what she was gonna say at that moment. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, that shit got a, a street name." I, I was worried about when he said that. What D was gonna say and stuff for, so I didn't know. I was worried. I was like, yeah. "I'm not like, getting seven. A- I, I got I got away with one right then. They didn't catch that. So, so the government name is cancer. <laughs> the street name is Big C. Wait, who just yeah. said that? Yeah, I didn't hear that. Oh, that's what he said. He got away with one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retro- yeah. Retroactive yeah, scroll. <laughs> Well, it's another scroll while my man's get, getting done Thank you. That's what Juan's my man do, Juan. Sam, you got to go back on commercial. Rewind, Sam. You got to late scroll. Well, Michelle, Michelle disagrees. No, she thinks no. you should have got him. When we, when we go to Texas, me and Juan going to go to the titty bar support. Yo, you know what we got to do? We got to have like a meter for, for the fans. When they say scroll, we got to see the scroll alert. <laughs> <laughs> that shit going to get broken. It's going to get broken. <laughs> But nah, it's good. Thank you so much. That was Yo, good. That was great, a great good interview. Hey, you, hey, you made up, Kelvin. I redeemed myself. Yeah. That was good. That was All good. right, good. That's right. That's my that's my guy. No, yeah. that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> wait, hold on. Oh, no, I'm not letting that one go. Or, wait, wait, no. what happened? Scroll. No, there was a worse guest than yours, Kelvin. Oh, no, no doubt. Oh, no, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, you no, got no, the no, you question. Hold, D, that's I don't think you're coming out of that one. No, that was my guest. That was Jamie's guest. Oh, Jamie, said it was your guest. Uh, you signed up. You signed up on it too, dude. You co-signed that shit, D. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, oh no. yeah. Fuck that. No, 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 no. Bring oh, it, you know what? D it. responded oh. to him in the um the uh, comments. Yeah, it was D. I'm telling you, it was D. Ah, man. D found that guy on a, a dirt road and brought him in. No, that was Jamie, man. Yo, Juan, Juan you don't go. All right, so, Juan, we're going to change it. We're going to call it the Gentleman's Club of Leisure. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Gonna do examinations. We're gonna go there and do examination. <laughs> Rodney Stephen is it's, Wait, it's not, is a that real was, that's, not, that's not it. That one wasn't it. Thank no, you. but I'm I got, saying I'm Rod, listening. I'm Rod, listening. I knew from the gate that was coming. <laughs> no, he missed, he ain't gonna he break what is he up to? Four? What is he up to? Four? He up to four and he missed okay. five. Five is an honorable mention. He was at five. If he got to five at 1022, it was done. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> he he had to have a bad day to break seven. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't rough, rough, a bad day. Today. Rough, rough yeah. night. Rough night tonight. But anyway, and, and look at the time. Again. Let's go to commercial because, brother, I've been drinking a lot of water tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dawn Kelly, and I'm the founder and CEO of The Nourish Spot, a healthy food and beverage haven in Southeast Jamaica, Queens, chosen in 2019 as Micro Business of the Year by the U.S. Small Business Administration. My adult children, Jade and Owen Duncan, and I 
established in Nourish Spot to provide affordable access to healthy produce, to help our neighbors combat chronic diseases, to provide jobs for a diverse community youth. And it's no secret that small businesses play a critical role in the local economy. It's also proven that community is vital to the growth of small businesses. So come, let us nourish you at the Nourish Spot. We're open Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 6, and Saturdays, 10 to 6 p.m. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? If you like what you've seen from the Four Brothers here, give us a thumbs up. Like and subscribe to the channel so you can stay notified when we go live and post new content. Thank you for the support. Oh, man, man, I feel good, brother. <laughs> Got a lot of damn water. Oh, Jamie, we coming back to up on. All right, let's go. Yo, uh, the sister of North Carolina. Can't pronounce the name. Shaquilla, something like that. Robinson. Shaquilla. Shaquilla, right? Shaquilla, yeah. Shaquilla. Yeah, for people that know, she went out on a trip with her friends to North Carolina. Friends. They're not her friends. Not at all. Alleged friends. Some, some she people, went with some people. Some people. Yeah. And she didn't make it back. They uh, they beat her up in Mexico. And uh, sister died from her injuries. They tried to say she was alcohol poisoned. Parents did an autopsy. They only found out she had vertebrae broken. Her neck was broken too, I think, right? In the head? Yeah, she has spinal injury. Spinal yeah, injury. yeah, so she died from the... And now I think the person is going to be charged, right? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. They, they, they cut a warrant. Yeah, but can they deport them? I don't know. I don't know. The law. I don't know. That's a good question. I just no. Mean, I don't think we've ever seen that before. Somebody actually get deported from America or from the United States to Mexico. No, it's happened before. As it's it? happened before. Yeah, because it's, it's based on where the crime is committed. So... If you're American and you commit a crime in Mexico, you have to be brought back to Mexico to answer for those charges. So if you extradite it, right, you... Yeah, well, you first just extradite it. If, if you go before a judge in Mexico, if yeah, you go to jail in Mexico, grand opening, grand I'll be grand closing. You can't even I'm drink the water. You and you're right. probably going to be standing there <laughs> not understanding nothing that's going on when nope. you're in the courtroom. Uh, it's it's no. a wrap. And, but, it, um, should, and it should be. The FBI worked with Mexico, and basically they're going to get expedited back to Mexico to answer for this murder. Wow. And if, Shana, what if, if, if they're convicted, then they'll do the time in Mexico, too. So oh, that's deep. Can I say if my kid goes on a trip and not <laughs> come back, nobody better not come back. I hear you on that one, Shauna. Nobody yeah, better not bring their behinds back home. Yeah, real. Yeah. <laughs> sure, damn, man. So yeah, but that's just there, man. Horrible situation. This is this a prime example of um, you know, you got to be selective around the people that you that you hang with or you think may be your friends. To uh, go in Mexico and for uh, a vacation to turn that horrible that that's that's just crazy. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. It make sense at all. How does it get there? How does it get there? Like you, you had such a you get into in, into this with with some people you know arguments or something. Ain't nobody killing nobody. I mean, like, come on, like, what's what's about beating somebody to death? Are you kidding me? Yeah. When the doctor came to the room too, and she was laying on the bed, they they he he wanted to move her to the hospital, and they didn't want him to move to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And why are you beating somebody who's not defending themselves? Why are you beating somebody who's not fighting back? Like, I don't get that. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know? 
and also the bitch ass dude that was talking about fight back. The fuck? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. That was a bitch ass dude, man. I get it, but I, I mean, I hope the parents get justice for this man. It's like, this is a sad situation. Like Shauna said, that nobody better come back. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was wondering what was going on with Shauna. Shauna, we didn't hear from Shauna all beginning of the show. Shauna out the country. I think Shauna, happy birthday to Shauna. Forgot. Happy belated birthday. She was out What's the country. Shana? Oh, happy birthday, I don't Shana. know if she's still out the happy country. Birthday. I don't know. She might be in Dubai. I, I got to get some of her stuff. I didn't get a chance to go by the circle uh, system. Oh, so I, I don't have a, a bracelet. I, I, I got it on right now. Yeah, I got one. Really? Oh, you, was you able to go, Rod? Was you able to go? No, I didn't go. I ordered it. She sent it to me. Okay, oh, I got to so I, I had to pick up my nephew um after church, so I didn't get a chance to go by there Sunday. I I was in my car driving on the day that they had the Circle of Sisters, and they gave Shauna's um business a shout out on WBLS. I heard That's it. What's really? Up. Oh, wow, yeah, very yeah. nice. I heard it. Yeah, I went nice. through that. I went through it. It was a good. It was it was nice. I, I like it better at resorts, to be honest. Really, it was good. It was a good. Look. I mean, resorts got to do some of that carpet, but besides that, I think I like it. Man, it was kind of cool. It was like what they got to do with the carpet, D. Like a carpet guy, man, like that dark red burgundy coffee. Oh, what too many Hennessy stains on it or something? <laughs> I'm glad I said that because my mom was place else. Mm. I ain't gonna say I'm not getting the next row. Anyhow, <laughs> let me move on. Okay, dude, you still got two more before you hit seven. Three, three, he got three, he didn't catch five, and then he, he gets five. seven. So you got two more to play with. No, no, let me see, let me see. Let me see. Ladies, don't got, go. Through. Got files to give. Yeah, you got files. To give. <laughs> Ladies, don't go through your man's phone. Jamie, you got a video for this? Please don't let that phone wreck your home. So many times, women want to find out. Well, who's he talking to? What's he doing? Listen, if a man is a good provider and a good father, stop worrying about what he is doing. As my father once said that if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. And then what you're going to do when you get a hold of it, take that extra time that you want to snoop and invest it in yourself. Go work out, work with your children, make your home a pleasant place for you to be and for your children to be. Listen, you cannot miss what you cannot measure. Stop going to look for trouble because what you're going to do is you're going to give the keys to your kingdom to the outside woman. Let that clean up woman stay out there. That's her job to clean up the leftovers. But remember, what's on this phone can wreck your home. The choice is yours. Leave it alone. That sounds like a Hallmark card. Yeah. <laughs> she was rapping on your ass. <laughs> 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 I like. I, I just think for 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 certain, just respect for people. You shouldn't go through people's phone, and if you feel you have to, then maybe you're with the wrong person. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's just it. I mean, if you feel that you have to police somebody, then you you're never gonna make it. It's not gonna work at the end of the day. If you if you feel like that to me, but you should leave a person phone alone. They people shouldn't have to be hiding their phone from you and all that stuff like that. That's men and women. Nobody should go. Men should go through women's phone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you have to do that, then you already have your answer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you got to go through some. If you feel you got to go through somebody's phones because you suspect something's there, that's why you're going through it. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm pretty sure a lot of women are not going to agree with her theory. You know, because she's basically saying that if he's doing his thing out there, leave him alone as long as he's taking care of home. So but I think those should be two separate thoughts. I think she tied it together, but I think that should be two. It's a difference between disrespecting somebody's uh, property. 
versus somebody committing, you know, some type of infidelity. Because I think those are two separate but, things. No, she's saying that if you go, but you're going through the phone to, to seek if there is infidelity. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. the reason you're right. looking through the phone. You're not looking through the phone to find coupons. You're looking through the phone because you want to find who he's talking to and if there's another woman. And if a man goes to a woman's phone, he's looking to see if there's another man. I mean, that's just a fact. That's the that's pretty much the only reason you're looking through the phone. But see, now here's the problem. You go through the phone, you don't find nothing. What's going to happen? Now the seed is already in your brain. You're going to keep going through the phone. You're never going to be happy. So you're going to yeah, keep going through the phone and going through the phone. Next thing you know, you're all in the person's phone. You look hard enough. All you're going to do is you're going to create the problem that you're trying to, that you're, that you're looking for. I you agree. Know? I so, agree, yeah. Derek. Yeah, if, no. if you find nothing there, they're going to keep looking. Say, oh, something's got to be there. He yeah. just can't be doing the right thing. Something's got to right. be there. Mm -hmm. So it, you're right. You're putting something in your head that you're not going to stop doing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So you created it. Create the yeah. issue. Good yeah. point, though. Good point. Good answer. Good answer. This one. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got this one's for you. So is it okay to be happy if a romantic rival passes away? Jamie, play the clip. Today I found out that the guy that my ex was having a secret relationship behind my back, the one that ultimately broke up our family and everything, he died. He died of cancer. Now, they wasn't together at this point. He had got sick of her shit, too. And he ended up leaving her and all the stuff when he got sick because, you know, she's all about herself and he had to focus on healing. But he never healed. He died. And, you know, she put up the whole post on Facebook saying how she met some and Da, 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 da. And I felt a certain way. I felt a sense of satisfaction, honestly, when I found out the news. I felt the fucking sense of satisfaction. I said, good riddance. I said, that's what you get. That's what you get for fucking sneaking off and meeting with my fucking wife in the middle of the goddamn night while I'm here with our kids and she's fucking acting like she's at work meetings and shit at three o'clock in the fucking morning. I felt a certain way about all of the fucking messages I found about her fucking degrading me in light of this man. I felt the way. I did. God, I you, was dark as shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say this. Um, uh, I I don't really knock people on how they feel because you have feelings for a reason. That's how you feel. Um, I'm not really big on you know dancing on anybody's grave. It's just not something you know because I realized something. The problem wasn't that man, the problem was the person that committed to you. That was, that was the problem, you know? Yeah. And I don't know that that person dying would make me feel better because the person that you actually were committed to is the one that breached the situation. That was, yeah. a, you know, and stuff like that. And then <laughs> I, I think when people die, it affects their families and things like that. I just think you, you hear me use this expression a lot. There's no winners in this situation. I've been cheated on before. Um, you know, and I know what it's like to want some type of revenge or want somebody to feel the pain you feel, but you can see this man is hurt. You know, he's hurt and he's venting and things like that. I don't know that that necessarily will give you the peace that you're looking for. What I'll say to this to anybody, anybody that's been cheated on, and I didn't know this when I was younger, I didn't realize this when I was younger. Anybody that's been cheated on, the thing that you don't realize is if a person can do that to you, that's not the person you're supposed to be with, period. So, so if a person wants to leave, help them pack. That's the bottom line. That's the that's the reality. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And and so sometimes finding out is the best way. Good, thank you. So I can move on with my life. But as far as is it wrong to feel that way? I wouldn't tell anybody it's wrong to feel how you feel because it's your feelings. 
He sounded like he had li- he sounded like he had little dick energy. <laughs> serious. That's some little dick shit. I gotta go. No, See, Derek, Derek don't want it. Oh, oh, that's bad with Derek saying, come on. Yeah, oh, we have five. We have five. Bring it out, bring it out. Five minutes left. We got five. <laughs> come on, y'all know this dude sound like a fucking asshole. Who holding on some shit that long? That, like, come on, man. Like See, he might have he no, seriously, he might have loved his own wife for real. But you know, I she mean to the streets. Well, the thing is, I agree with what Keller said. Sometimes it's best to find out so that you can get out of the situation because this Man. person is bad yeah. for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of, you know, staying in something that's not real. But um, wow. he's not just hurt. His ass is angry. Yeah. He's yeah. angry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But see, the problem is the guy died and you still angry. That's So that's you, still ha- you still hold it. He might have felt better if she had it. I think I said it different than you, though, D. It sounded loose. <laughs> he cleaned it up, word. <laughs> little, that's little dick energy, man. He thought that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> big dick dudes don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, the guy dying is low hanging fruit, man. That's you know a and that's a man's pride right there. You know that. When I was when I was a kid, my father said, "Don't ever mess with a man's." Wife or his children, because a man will kill you for his wife and his children. Yes, he will. Children. Yes, he will. Okay, that's, a fact. that's a fact. Yeah. Speaking of some little dick energy type of dudes, black suburban dudes explain why they can't pull black women. Jamie, please play this. What is Thug Maxing in regards to a black man and his dating life? Like, what does that mean? Lil Dirk, King Von. Y'all know, mm-hmm. uh, but not. Dating life, I would say, the closer you fit to whatever the celebrity, the, the current rappers, like I said, Lil Durk, uh, what's the other dude? Quando Rondo, all those dudes. Mm-hmm. The closer you fit to what that's, that stereotype, you like some yeah. girls will be, they, they'll just be down, especially black chicks. I was about to they say. They like that shit, bro. I, I think that mostly attracts black chicks. They, I don't know yeah. what it is, bro, but they like that. Mm-hmm. They, they don't like when a dude has it yeah, I, I don't, cut look, yeah, yeah, bro, and I don't want to say that because it sounds like I'm yeah. trying to bash. I'm not bashing black women, but it just is what it is. Yeah, that's been my experience. I attract I the most Latinas and white girls. Mm-hmm. That's what I attract. Yeah, same, same. I think because I have that professional clean cut R and B type of look, that's why I also mostly attract Hispanic and white women. And you guys be in the comments like, "Do you not like black women?" I'm <laughs> like, "Black women don't like hey, me." Dude, dude. <laughs> like, black Listen, women man, in this world, you take you, you get with you go where you really want it. Yeah, wherever you want it, that's where you go. Bro. I attract. I don't. Scroll, scroll, D. Go ahead, D. Scroll. I'm just saying, these two Leroy from Fame type of dudes, right? (laughs) I don't think they. I don't think they. No, I I say no. I say Leroy. So I don't. I don't. Roddy, they left from no choice on this one. Seven. I don't think they like women. Okay, first of all, I know why black women don't like them. And he was disrespectful. Go ahead. And we have Fonzo Rivera at. Where he at? He, he could make it. <laughs> well, they, well, she said it. She did say it. That's the thing I is. Like the block sticks together. The whole said, block. Oh, they gave for people that's listening instead of watching. That's all. The thing is, <laughs> the reason why the black women they're not attracting black women is because they're prettier than the average woman. Yeah, <laughs> I'm some pretty mugs, man. Pretty mugs is pretty. Yeah, pretty, man. pretty Ricky, what you call them? And I remember <laughs> when my grandmother was alive. My grandmother said, "You don't date no man prettier than you." Right. You know what I'm saying? So if he got it, if he taking long in the bathroom to get dressed in you, that's not really a man you should be with. You know. I mean, they do they know that? I mean, see, 
Take, take it for me. Take it for me. No, Go ahead, Ronnie. I'm not going <laughs> to the devil use me. You pray for me, Kelvin. You pray for me. I'm not going to devil. But they, they got to know that they're... Um, Go get that. They... <laughs> got it right here. <laughs> oh, God. Throw the flag, bro. Come on, now. They got to know. They gotta know. Say it was a chest. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm, go ahead. Next, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So Michelle says she don't think they're cute, right? Oh, See? Man. They, they, they try to set me up. I'm an ally. I just had a meeting today. <laughs> they, they're men that are very on the feminine side. Uh, but they, they just they, they had no soul. They had no, I mean, like, and really. She's like, like, like black women only date thug dudes. That's, I hate that fucking. Like, well, first of all, that's not true. That's, that's not what I'm true. saying, but that's what they're saying. They don't like me because I, I, like, no, because you like, <laughs> you like Christopher Street, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, D, don't you, lose your advocacy, no, brother. Don't I'm, lose I'm, the I'm advocacy. advocacy but they're not waving the red, black, and green flag. they were waving the, with more colors on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're, saying. you're, good. you're good with that one, D. That was good. See, uh -huh. yeah, I, I, I see yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he avoided. He avoided the scroll. He avoided. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Saying, but yeah, man. But use yeah. your words. There you go, D. Use your words. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He is like guys. Like a woman wants to come home and find them. Uh -huh. In her closet, you know what I'm saying? Getting clothes. Yeah. You know? So. Oh, oh man, man, I lost where I'm at, man. Damn, what the video? Hey, James, what's happening? <laughs> James and the Oh, what up, what up, what up? Oh, man, Lord, I can't find it, Jamie. Jamie. That's true, Michelle. She's, they got to find the blame, yeah. Oh, the difference between side chicks and hoes. Jamie, can you play the video for that, man? This shit's getting interesting. <laughs> <laughs> in the bathroom. He said it like it's a serious research, bro. <laughs> I like this study. Go ahead. So, a married man, is it safe to say that he should have? Is it safe for him to have some hoes? During no, he, no, he shouldn't have hoes. He can have a side chick, but he can't have hoes. Yeah, hoes are dangerous. Yeah, oh. you really only get fucking hoes when you're on the come up and you don't have nothing to lose yet. Yeah, side chick is she's dependable. She's trustworthy. She knows exactly what her job is. She's not going to your shit up. Yeah, and that's a good crazy. side chick. Okay, some men try to make hoes side chicks. You can't do that. You Because hoes will expose you, exploit you, tell your business. You can't do that. Now, you have some women who are side chicks. Some women are not mentally capable of living with a man full time. Like, some women will tell you, I need him to give me something and go. Some women cannot live with a man. Whether it be due past trauma, it could be her personality type. So those are the women normally who are ordained to be side chicks. And they're going to know me and him don't got no bills together, no kids together to strictly fund. My job is to not bicker our business private, not call him after 10 o'clock. That keep a lot of people happy and sane. And should a, should a woman be okay with that? <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. That was game. that. Yeah, that that's what got me. I mean, I'm talking about like, like 
mean, oh, you dang. know, when you're talking ordination, dang. that's serious. You know, but I'll, I'll say this. Um, I'll say this. I think that was well Mo, stated. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mo. Thank you. I think that was what I think that I think she stated that well. I, I'm not gonna get my opinion on like you know subscribe to it, but I think I think she stated it well because mm -hmm. she's right. There are some people that they're not interested in that type of commitment, and so you know, no, I I, I like what the lady said. You know, they're saying there's a lot of truth to what she says. The thing is too, like I've seen, and I'm probably seeing you. I'm pretty sure you guys seen it too. Yeah, I've seen a lot of dudes try to make side chicks the hoe is going to want to be treated just like the woman that you're cheating on and you can't do that the side chick she like she said she knows her position she's trustworthy and even if your girl or your wife calls the side chick she's never going to say that she's messing with you she's never going to blow you up that's a good right. that's a side chick because right. she knows what her position is and the side chick is going to get you out of her house on time so you don't look like you're late. Amen. It's going to look, but the side <laughs> chick too is also a business relationship as well. There's got to be a little bit of fringe benefits in it for the side chick. You know what I'm saying? So you put some money I, on I, the bill. You can see that she she's she's very good at being. If, I don't know if she's a side chick, but she's very good at understanding the game of what a side chick is. God bless her soul. Yeah. I never thought I never thought about the, the distinction. Um, you know, that you graduate from, from the whole to the side chick. Like I didn't know you like she said they want to come up, and then I guess there's like a you know, exchange of power that you know what I'm saying, the transfers of power with you. You know what I'm saying? You know, but you know what? I think to be fair, I think one day we have to have uh, a side chick represented. We have to have somebody on. Somebody has to come on to say. But then you have to blur the face. You have to blur the face. You just have to. He's not going to come and blow a face up on here. Yeah, you got to blur the face. You know. There you go, Sean. Yo, women making more comments than the guys. Go ahead. Yeah, say, yeah. yeah. Sean, go, go. Sean said these new age chicks don't know side chick rules. They don't. They don't like that. Facts. Like Kelvin said, Kelvin and emotions. Sorry, Kelvin said the young generation emotional. They don't play the side chick role to under forty. They don't. Clean up woman. That's right. But That's you got to, D, you know, D, the oh, game. Well, watch, watch. No, I, <laughs> I didn't. I, you think I was going to say some crazy shit, but I wasn't. But um, the thing is with the side chick, with the side chick, this, you know, today, they, there are no boundaries. And that's the problem. And the thing is, too, you have to be that kind of dude that knows how to properly pick and yeah. be with a side chick. It's, it's it's from both sides. It's not just the woman. It's the man too. Sometimes a lot of dudes are not capable of handling a side chick because your side chick, if when she's out of your sight, she's allowed to do whatever she wants. Yep. You can't be you can't be clocking her. You can't say nothing. You, you can't say her. shit. You got to a good time on that shit. You're here right. a good time. And then see if you and then you say you got time for me. But the bottom line is that's that's the operation. So sometimes dudes can't handle having a side chick, a proper side chick. <laughs> I wasn't about to say. I wasn't about to say a goddamn thing. Nothing. Nothing. I don't even remember what I was talking about just now. My man got amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Ryan, let me keep a point now. Keep a buck. Some dudes don't know how to be side dudes nowadays because they too emotional. Emotional. One of my boys. His wife was creeping on him. 
the side dude hit him up on Facebook. Oh, come on. I swear on everything I love. The side dude, I said, yo, these dudes are not the same. The game, no is, the game is over, though, dude. The game has <laughs> changed. The game has changed. Yeah, he said, the more girls you got that want you. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other comments, Jam? I don't know. We had some comments. I missed them. We was talking over them. Can you bring them up? Sorry, did we talk to all them? Um, I know somebody that had a side chick and his wife found the side chick's number. And that side chick would never admit that they have they were involved at all. I said, damn, that's a good ass side chick. Yo, dude, I'm a best. I was a she good held side. It together. And yeah, I was a good side. Yep, to emotion. I was a good side dude. Dude, I remember a chick put me in their phone as Didi because everybody know my nickname is Didi. I don't play like I was gay when they called. Mm. <laughs> girl, what you calling for? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, are we going out tonight, bitch? You know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the best I do in the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> I blew up the spot because we both got it. Okay, go back, Jamie. Let's get him at. Let's go, go, Derek. Go, Derek. Yeah, but he says people get caught when they forget that they are already in a relationship and they change their routine. Exactly. You can't yeah. switch nothing up in the ninth inning, man. You got to keep right. playing that game. Michelle Turner says that's dangerous to be in these. Uh, it, be in all these sexual relationships, you gotta keep track. <laughs> <laughs> you need help, <laughs> yeah. Sure, said, Yeah, these young folks too are emotional. too emotional, they are yeah. definitely, oh, definitely too emotional, emotional, man. Emotional, man. Yeah. Absolutely, fucking up the game, son. <laughs> you know, up, I really think it's bad. It's done. I think it's done. done. I just want to know who, who ordains you to be a son. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You are ordained." Why well, said, "You know why I get scrolls?" <laughs> why not just think tell you so, Rodney? Rodney, I was right there because you know one got away. That would have been six. I was right there. <laughs> I was right there. Nah, man, but no. Dude, we think... got twelve minutes. No, no, we gonna get away. We gonna get away. Okay, what, what, let Monique get a question. Monique right? says, "Say my husband watches this show. You guys are going to make <laughs> make me tell too much of my past." Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Mo, we don't say nothing from the happy block. We'll see no. another from Happy Block. <laughs> <laughs> Came to oh, life. No, but see, I think what it is, sometimes people gotta pick the when you Rod said pick the right side chick. When you gotta you gotta pick a side chick that got a situation that's fucked up, like she did a bum ass dude. You know what I'm saying? Like he he don't go to work and you gotta be that dude and he don't got no kind of watch no news, and you gotta be that shit you wanna be around. But she stuck with him because they got two kids. So 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 D, is it is it fair to say is it fair to say that if if your relationship has deficiencies that people are stepping out for that reason or just you, you think it's a mirror? Motherfuckers just want to fuck. You don't have to. Have, it's a, it, <laughs> no, 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 what? Yeah, I'm no, serious. No, you asked me a question. No, 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 you still, you still, no, you, nah, you still you linguistically skillful enough. No, no, he no, linguistically no, skillful no, enough. You good? You good? You Thank you, good, Derek. Good, we know good. the people who got the commercials, and they still gonna drop us. Nah, but no, I think people just want to fuck, bro, and just want something different. I think sometimes some things can be missing. Like I said. Some dude, like I know, I, I'm, a man's left his wife left him for uh, some other. Well, no, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, um, <laughs> I mean, we lose my train. Yeah, no. Some dudes, they, 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 women creep out differently with different things. Sometimes the emotional dude don't listen. 
you know, this guy has a better conversation, take him out, stuff like that. While I creep my chick my queen. Most men just want to fuck. But see, but see, the problem is, <laughs> the problem is right, right. That's the thing no, when somebody think, is I don't no, think right. side, sorry, Kilvin. That I don't think with the side chick that it's always about that. The side chick is like supposed to be like the sanctuary. Like she has the place where you're getting away from all the problems and responsibility, man. Yeah, responsibilities, all that stuff. And the thing is, you and the side chick don't just have a physical relationship, you have a mental Ah. connection as well. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like you talk to her, you this conversation ain't leaving this room. You don't tell her business, she don't tell your business, you know what I'm saying. So and you know, like it's it's like this, it's like this honor thing that you got with the side chick. That's why she's holding mm-hmm. you down. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's and how you're, and you're holding them down. Some things correct. You're, you're holding each other yeah, down. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Basically, see, that's the unfair the part about it, though. You're the guy that she knows that she can't have what she wish she could have, and your situation won't allow you to be with her. But at the end of the day, you guys got this connection on the side. Yeah, that's the story. Energy and the vibe. Energy and the vibe. Energy and the vibe. Yeah, that's the story that you tell that you tell each other because you have uh, because you have other privilege or whatever of not having responsibility together. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So you can allow your mind, allow the brain goes someplace because you're not responsible for that person. But um, if you had to be responsible for that person, it'd be just the same as whatever you run right back to what you was what you was cheating. So you know what I mean? Yeah, we we married by the game. We married to the game. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just saying, man. But but I think I think the I think the the days of the good side chick are gone. I don't think there's a lot of side chicks out there. Nah, no good side dudes to be safe. Yeah, yeah. dudes emotionally very kill you over some shit. Yeah, people be doing that shit. Juan dropping in. He says people don't know how to have a real relationship. Men read too much dating coach BS, and women read too much Chris Sharma BS. We need people in the game to teach the rules. You know, I ain't lying about that. Shit. These dudes be on the social media. Go ahead. Michelle says it would be too it would be too expensive for a man to try to get me as a side chick. You buy me a house, a new car, trips once a month because ain't no way. I hear you, Michelle. And wow. some dudes do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> let's give it. Let's give an example. Yeah, the game is sold, not to be told. Think about oh, Steve, Steve, Steve McNair, told. dude that got real money. Yeah. He had the yeah. for the Cadillac, all that stuff. And remember, she didn't want to break up with him. She was he had that apartment that she, he, he killed her in was he was paying for it. He too. was paying for it. So it's yeah. dudes that do that shit. Yeah. And it's women that do that shit. You know what was wrong with <laughs> you? Do you remember what was wrong with his with Steve McNair's side chick? And as soon as I saw her, I knew what the problem was. She was Arabic and young. She was used the second one. She was oh, too oh, young. Oh, oh. She didn't know the game. She she <laughs> fell in love with the dude, and she yep. didn't realize she was a side chick. Yeah, and that's what happened. Her emotions kicked in. She said, "Yo, I'm going to kill us both." Yep, diamond in the back, some rooftop, dig in the scene with the gangster lane. Gangsta lane. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Mars said mental note. Get get Michelle Turner flewed out to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Why we gonna go to Titty Bar with Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle gonna <get> flew out. <laughs> <laughs> she was killing me. 
Y'all hang out with Michelle and y'all get on some bullshit. Michelle gonna be out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think I don't think Michelle play all that boy. You know what? Yeah, you use some big words on this. Rodney, I think I, I think we gonna have a record tell you. So gonna happen? It's gonna be a at the buzzer. It's gonna be a scroll at the buzzer. No, 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 no. This yeah, is at the buzzer. It's gonna be buzzer, a, 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 the over. deep three. Is at the buzzer. He still won't have seven though. He still won't have seven. I know. I know. That's it. Told you. It's gonna be an and one. We got <laughs> six minutes. Michelle, I'm not going to the bar. Michelle, I'm not going to the bar. <laughs> sure, this ain't shoot your shot, bro. That's what I'm talking about. I'm definitely uh, going to be out. You're going to be out. Yeah, out. Oh, gonna man, be out. I don't know how to have some fun, man. We only live once. YOLO, baby. <laughs> Mitch had multiple wives. Uh-oh. All right, man. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's what I'm talking about. This goddamn Western civilization shit, man. I'm going back to Africa. I'm getting me a motherfucking big booty chick. Eddie. What's coming to me, Eddie? Dancing barefoot to Afrobeats. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, man, brothers, this was fun tonight. We had a good time rocking out with y'all, man. For the brothers of Let's Chop, but we want to say peace, peace, and peace. Love y'all, man. Peace.